The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Afternoon with a sitting. It's relatively short, maybe 10 minutes in silence or so. And then um, I'll do a little guided meditation or guided reflection at the end.
As we continue the sitting, I'll begin our exploration of evoking the skillful states, skillful qualities. And I'll do it by naming a few skillful qualities of mind. And as I name them, See if you can let some aspect of this quality arise in you. Maybe it's a memory of it being present in yourself or someone else. Maybe it's an an occasion. Maybe it's um, a place in your body where it gets energized or activated when this quality is strong for you. If there's doubt about the quality or about your connection to it, I recommend you put aside any doubt and do this exercise with a certain confidence. And as you hear the, the word, the concept mentioned, if you can't evoke it in some or feel it or be with it within you, in a very simple way, you might try imagining that you're evoking it. Maybe you can use your imagination it's close enough. So the first quality is confidence. to be present with confidence. Is there anything inside of you that is touched or evoked with a concept of confidence? And then there's friendliness. Friendliness, being friendly. Where inside you does friendliness reside? What is it to evoke a sense of friendliness. And then there is kindness. Kindness.
if you can't feel these things inside of you, maybe you can imagine them there, or imagine that you're receiving kindness. And then there is relaxation. Relaxation of being as you sit here.
And then finally, evoke a quality of deep equanimity, wide-ranging equanimity, balance of mind, bright mind that has no reactivity, and awareness is just open and present for what is with clarity, equanimity. The topic of effort and developing right effort, wise effort, is uh, the discussion of it in the teachings of the Buddha centers on a word in Pali, it's the ancient language is kusala, and this is usually, what I translate as skillful, skillfulness. Sometimes it's translated as wholesome, but uh, and wholesome is fine, but it's also a word that's used uh, if someone has developed a craft and they've gotten, they become good at their craft, they're skillful at, the cla- at their craft, uh, it's said that they are, they are kusala, that, they're, that they have kusala with their craft. And um, many times the Buddha uses uh, the analogy of uh, craftspeople and being skilled in the craft for the craft of meditation. That uh, like an artist or a craftsperson that we're developing ourselves a skill that takes time. It takes time to develop a skill. You don't just hear teachings on meditation or teaching on Buddhism and that's a good idea. And just like, okay, I'll just do it from now on. But rather it's a skill that we develop and um, 
and to be and for something to be skillful um, implies that it has a purpose. Just like when you say something's helpful, it's helpful for some purpose, for something, for something. You have to you can kind of explain how it's helpful. So to be skillful, to understand what it means, you have to understand skillful for what purpose. And this word is used over and over and over again in the suttas. And uh, it's probably fair to say that um, it's an alternative to what we often do in, in English when we use the expressions good and bad or right and wrong. Um, those are kind of oppressive categories sometimes and difficult categories to live with because they're so abstract and so, judge- so much heavy burden of judgments going along with it, those evaluations. But rather than evaluating something for whether it's inherently right or wrong or good or bad, the, the ethical evaluation in Buddhism is, is it skillful? Is it helpful? Um, so is it skillful in helping us avoid suffering or causing hurt? Is it skillful for bringing about uh, uh, freedom from suffering? positive states of mind, positive states of heart, uh, joy and kindness and equanimity and compassion. There's a whole slew of positive things. Is it possible, is it, is it, is it um, supportive for bringing about freedom? And that kind of evaluation, is it skillful or not skillful? Uh, I think it's easier to avoid succumbing to ideas of moralism, judgmentalism, that um, that's something is right and wrong, black and you know, white, that this is how it is. Um, it's also, hopefully, a little bit easier to evaluate ourselves without getting caught up in self-evaluation. Because if you say, that, you know, boy, that was a bad thing to do, it's just a shade away from saying, boy, am I bad. But if you say that was an unskillful thing to do, you can say, yes, I'm unskillful. But I think that has a not as heavy as of a judgment say I'm bad. If I'm unskillful, then then maybe I need to learn a skill. You tell a, someone who's uh, um, just beginning a six-year-old just beginning music lessons in the first day of music, and the teacher says, "Boy, you're unskillful." <laughs> you know that's you know the kid just looks at the teacher and says, "Yeah, what do you expect?" I'm here to learn the skill, and it's going to take me a few years, and that's what I'm here for. But if the teacher said, you know, you're bad, you know, the poor kid. So, the, you know, we're developing a skill in doing this practice, and we're doing a, there's all kinds of skills that we're developing. And one of the skills is a skill of evoking or bringing about, supporting, um, wholesome, skillful, useful states of mind. And that implies that some states of mind and some actions we do are useful and some are not. So it's, in Buddhism, I think it's pretty fair to say that for the purposes of liberation, for spiritual awakening, it's not helpful to be greedy. It is helpful, it is skillful to be generous. It's not skillful to be hateful, but it is skillful to be loving. It's not skillful to be deluded, it is skillful to be awake or wise to what's going on. And so um, uh, to have a sense of what kind of states of mind are skillful 
is a part of the skill of practice. And, um, you know, these poor Dharma teachers who have to teach a lot, you know, one of the things that they're trying to do is just kind of name all kinds of qualities. So we begin getting a sense of the ecology of the of the range of potential and possibility that's within us. So we can recognize it when it's there so that we can might maybe invite it to come in when it's uh, useful and so forth. So in the, this text of uh, teachings on effort, the Buddha says, one awakens enthusiasm for the arising of unarisen skillful states. So for those skillful states which are, haven't yet been occurring for you, there's enthusiasm for them to arise. And, um, and then one does that, one makes effort, arouses energy, exerts one's mind, and strives. Again, as I said earlier, you know, we might quibble with the exact choice of words in translating this into English, if some of these words don't work for everyone. But to have these four words in a row, um, uh, make effort, arouse energy, exert the mind, and strive, um, you know, if nothing else, it means don't be lazy about this. You know, this is something you want to engage in doing with enthusiasm. You, you know, take it seriously or take it as something that's worthwhile doing and, and engage in it to evoke these skillful states. And so, um, what are some of the skillful states that would be useful to evoke or to awaken in you? So, um, maybe we can just go around the room and um, maybe just pass the mic to someone who has a mic near, near them. Yes, there. We can start with you. And if you don't mind, if you don't mind, if you can, uh, you can pass if you'd like, but hear, hear the question. And can you just name one skillful state or quality or emotional way of being that you think that would be helpful for you to evoke more often in your life? Compassion. And then just pass it to Jeannie. Compassion. Or to... Jeannie's right in front of you. Okay. Yeah. Love. Yeah, pass it. Yeah. Generosity. Awake. Awakeness. Mindfulness. Awareness. Equanimity. Gentleness, kindness, compassion, sympathetic joy, lightheartedness, non judgment, patience. Relaxation. I'm going to repeat. Um, That's just fine, yeah. Awareness. Calm. Confidence. Patience. Peace. 
Virtue. 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 Tenderness. Enthusiasm. Trudy. Gratitude. Acceptance. Kindness. Love of oneself. Friendliness. Equanimity. Great. And then the, I think the last one is Alfonso in the front. Uh, wholesomeness. Wholesomeness. Nice. It's a very wholesome word. I like it. So thank you very much. So um, it's nice to hear that list. And um, so I'd like to have you have a chance for you to have a, another conversation about this. Um, and there's two questions that I have for you to discuss. And, um, and the way to do this is... Um, um, I'll ring a bell around halfway through the time and then you can switch to the second question. So the first question is uh, what supports you in evoking skillful states? It's kind of similar to the question we had in the morning but now it's a little bit the opposite. What supports you to, to evoke, bring about skillful states of mind or heart for yourself? What supports that? Then after I ring the bell, I want the question is a little bit different, and that is, what supports you in making skillful effort? So whatever you're doing, you're making some effort in doing it. What's a helpful way, useful way to make effort? And it might be connected because some of the states you want to evoke are the very states needed for making skillful effort. But but what are some of the ways that support skillful effort? So you make effort, you know, does that make sense, those two things? Okay. So uh, what I suggest is that you, uh, this time, form groups of three. And uh, the same way as before, where you would, uh, um, no one speaks for very long, each person makes one point, and, um, and it just not just don't just name a word, but say, explain yourself well, but uh, be very cautious that you're not telling a story. I think telling a story about it is sometimes not so useful, unless it can be very, very brief to kind of describe it more fully. And, um, and then just go around and say your point and then allow yourself to hear well what other people say. And think of this as a listening exercise more than a speaking exercise. Um, you have to offer something so they can listen too. Otherwise, you're not holding your own but, uh, you know, offer to other people. But, but you want to kind of hear what they're saying and let that kind of be registered, taken in, so that when your turn to speak again, maybe it's evoked some whole new idea for you, some new possibility you hadn't before. So what supports, 
the arising of skillful states for you? And uh, what supports making skillful effort? What does skillful effort look like for you? So groups of three, please. And if there's a, if you don't find a group of three, just walk towards the front. <laughs> 